Right, so welcome to the third, the, the, the late but third episode of Modern Life is Rubbish, although I may actually change the name of it to In Bed with Leanne McCoy, because that's exactly <laughs> where I am right now, um, surrounded by tech, very, very ropey tech as the case may be, but um, you can have all the ropey tech you want as long as you have a good guest, so welcome this evening to Annette Kelly. Annette, what's the crack? Leon, what's the crack? Very little, very little. There's not much going on, not much to talk about, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, well, very little ska, as you say, down your part, any ska? Ska, I never, I never got on board with that. That must be a very neary thing. And as you know, I'm a culture, like yourself. Yes. Um. So, yeah, any ska. I believe it's short any for scandal. Ska. Yeah, is, there is no ska at the minute, to be fair. Right, right. Well, here, listen, just before we start into the crack attack um introduce yourself there to to the the the, the dozen listeners that there'll be on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> hello everybody my name is Annette Kelly um what do you say about me I'm a 30 year old female from County Tyrone um usually based in Belfast but I'm quarantining in Carrickmore at the minute in Carrickmore where on earth is Carrickmore so Carrickmore is the hub, I would say, you know, the, the centre of the universe. It's prime location um, in Mid-Ulster here, Leanne. Mid-Ulster. Mid- so I, mean, I, I love the term. Been, the term Mid-Ulster yeah, gives me giggles, but... We'll be finding again, no, why does the term Mid-Ulster give you giggles? I don't know, because it's like, it, it should be called Middle-Ulster, but some some lazy farmer has just decided to abbreviate it <laughs> Mid-Ulster. You know, mid Ulster, um, yes. right? But well, yeah, West Westerone, Westerone, Westerone. Yeah. Um. So, how long have you been um, isolating in that part of the world? Um, the six weeks. Jesus. Six weeks coming now. So I kind of took our writing serious from the start. Um. So, yeah, I just it was one of them things that stay in Belfast. Or come home and be able to maybe help out at home and enjoy the countryside and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I'll I'll definitely look forward to getting back to Belfast as well when normality resumes. But I always like the the best of both worlds. I love the city life, but also love the country life too. So a bit of both does you no harm. Definitely. There's one thing I always say to people because um, I don't know. It's probably the same around your neck of the woods too. You always have that we strain of people that you maybe went to school with or that you know from years ago that, that come out with things like oh this is a shithole Nuri's a shithole you know <laughs> and uh and they, they go off and they do um they do uh, a, a random humanities degree in somewhere like scunthorpe university and they get a two-two or a third and they come home with a scarf they wear a scarf permanently and uh, the sort of laugh at everybody else, you know, uh, and and how insular they all are. But my answer to that's always been, um, everywhere's different, but everywhere's the same. True. Because like, True. you know, what what good is it at the minute? Like, people in New York on lockdown, as the same as us, are every bit as much locked down as we are. Do you know what I mean? That's it. That's it. Um, I I have to say I'm a fan of Are you? You know. I am a fan of Nuri. I like Nuri. I like Nuri people. Um, I like the coffee in Nuri. You know, I would be a fan of the coffee. And that's what that's what I miss. My wee coffee trips into Nuri, you know. So you haven't um, had a, a decent proper coffee in six weeks? No, 
that's that is that's no word of a lie. See, even Leanne, when I go into a supermarket, to me it's not an essential. So, and I feel like criminal in the supermarket. Well, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just I want to just get in and get out and get clean, you know. Yeah. But um, that's the way I feel. So the wee luxuries of a coffee for me at the minute is is um kind of it's just not happening. But I look forward; it'll taste sweeter, as I say. Yeah, do you not do you not think that when once you've kicked because like caffeine is a massive, massively addictive drug I think anyway, mm-hmm. um because yeah as in you can feel the physical withdrawal of it when you don't have it for a day or two, um well, so yeah well this is that I suppose I'm still on the zero, you know oh, still aye. on the the zero and it's, it's, no it's a good substitute in fairness um from being self-employed I would work a lot out of cafes and stuff like that yeah um so now I'm working from home. Do I feel as productive from home? Absolutely not. But when I have a wee cup of coffee beside me, it, you know, I, it cr- it, you nearly feel as if you are working. Yeah, it creates it creates the illusion of, the of illusion. productivity. Um, There's a lot of illusion creation going on in the world. Oh well, here we'll we'll get on to that. I stuck out a wee um a wee question on Instagram earlier on. Um, I noticed you didn't mention what you what you work at, Annette. What I work at. Yeah. Well, I what I work at, I suppose. Um, what what do I say? What am I, Leanne? What would you describe me as? A content creator. I would be a content creator online. Um, of a platform called Little Panty Thoughts. So every day, I aim to pump out good vibes online through Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, and probably just been going on since two thousand and fifteen. Um. Yeah, so, so this is your it'll be your fifth year anniversary coming up fifth year anniversary coming no cause maybe yes fifth year coming up in September right are you so going to get are you going to get a bouncy castle for sure definitely <laughs> and big like, like big blow up balloons and all just like you know patterns yeah a, a blow up a blow up uh, bouncy castle full of um, full of wellness full of uh, aye full of quote bubbles and all yeah, yeah. That's I know definitely it's something that I enjoy. Um, I'd i definitely say I've took my work for granted over this past wee while. And then when you're when you're in lockdown, you realise you know I I really enjoy getting out and about as busy as I was. Yeah. And when when things are had to pause, you're kind of like right. Yeah. Well, I stuck a wee I stuck a wee question out on Instagram earlier on, basically asking people have they learned anything, um, or have they learned anything, uh, from. I, I, I don't even know how to how to say it. Do you say a coronavirus? Do you say the COVID crisis? You know, we need to like an, 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 I don't pandemic. want to say. I like the word. I actually like the word pandemic. Pandemic, pandemic. right? Pandemic. Okay, pandemic. Um, because obviously people are given given it the full ditty in terms of trying new things uh, within the home. So the big one is cooking, baking, um, mm-hmm. arts and crafts, all that, especially her buggers with children and stuff like that um but then i also wanted to know what it, what the pandemic had taught them um and uh-huh. you know on a you know on an emotional level or on a, a human level not just the things that you've learned you know new skills but what what you know by being an observer of it all because we're all obviously observing this um uh-huh. you know being part of it but but still being able to remain objective because um you know obviously we're not thankfully and luckily you know there's a, only a very small percentage of people who are directly affected as such 
Would you agree? Would you agree with that? Uh, talking to health service and you know people who who have succumbed to the um mm-hmm. the infection and and their families and stuff. But I don't want to get bogged down in, in that because we're trying to keep it a wee bit a wee bit cooler. So um f- a few of the I've got some very very random um answers in here. Uh, so I'm going to have a wee flick through. Um, the, Johnny Johnny Big Red Shortland has said people are stupid, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. That is, I agree with that because I'm still working with the public, um, such as they are, out of a hole in the wall. And I will agree with them wholeheartedly. People are stupid. If I had a pound for every time somebody asked me for a cappuccino to take away, I would, I could, I could fund the recovery. Because that's the only way. Of course it's the only way. It's like, it away, away from me. yeah, away, get the way to fuck, do you know? Um, a girl, uh, here we have uh, Claire McCauley. Um, has given me two answers here. She said, "I have no patience, and furthermore, I could not work with children." So, um, I, I'm wondering are the two linked? Uh, and Gary Mallon Fitness has said, "My wife hates me." So, um, yeah, yeah. Did you did you read that that weird statistic that came out of, came out of China that apparently there was something like I don't know there was like eighty eight fucking eighty eight people had had come straight out of their lockdown and straight to Slitter's office for divorces. Well, do you think, do you think there'll be a right in divorces? I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Whenever this is all done, every house in the country is going to be shining like a new pin and there's going to be a queue outside the Slitter's offices is going to be unbelievable. So at least if you're, if you're fighting with your spouse over who owns the house or who gets half of it, behalf of a really well painted house and it'll be well it'll be well um what do you call it? sharpened up like oh sh- sharpened up is right uh, what what has this nonsense taught you do you think it's taught me so much like where where to start how much i took visiting my friends and family for granted um how much how the amount of times i thought i was too busy to do certain things you realise you know, you're never you know, you're never really too busy. You just let life kinda of take you. Yeah. You know, and then when you when the actual pause when you don't choose to um use the pause button but the pause button is putting you, you soon realise, you know, what your priorities are. Yeah. And your priorities are definitely friends, family, health. You know, and as as much as like, it is there's no brushing over it, it's definitely been a scary time, you know, even within my local community. Um, unfortunately there's been tragedy tragedies yeah. and also lots of people affected and I just think it's taught me the fragility of life you know um, first and foremost but it's also taught me about how that we need very little yeah you know we need very little sometimes we're so focused on materialistic things and get my next best thing or going here doing that but when you strip it all back you know what's it really, what's it really all about yeah you know it's a bit like you know christmas time there mm. it, it can be a very um hard time and a lot on a lot of people because it's, it's so like family oriented friends oriented and you know stuff and i'm not saying this is anything like christmas yeah but the hype like i'm talking about the hype of it and the talk of it there's only so much talking you can do about a certain subject. Oh, absolutely. Um, whether it's Christmas, you know, birthdays, whatever. And like, what I'm trying to get here is this pandemic is there. It's it's the whole nation. Yeah. And it's it's overwhelming. 
to say to say the least but what it's definitely has taught me is what's important in life and you know it's, it really is a simple things for me and I, I thought it always was a simple things but this is really really drummed at home of how, how little I need and the, the things that you desire most are right in front of you yeah. but you mightn't be able to access them at the minute such as your, your friends and family um, but you know I'm a firm believer this is only temporary and you know good times are coming again hopefully yeah um, yeah, I know you're right. It's it's a it's a strange one. It's a great leveler. I mean, it's we've it, it's a it's a we all have a common denominator here, and that's you know our our health and our survival, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I suppose, you know, it's it's I suppose it's made everybody sort of well. I don't know. Maybe you know some people think real deep into these things, and I probably go a wee bit deeper than than I need to, but. You know, the man sitting in the house, you know, the house that's paid for and a nice car outside it and a whole, you know, slap of different stuff there. Like, he's as afraid as the man that's sitting in a house with nothing, you know. For sure. Because, for sure. you know, we're all, like, it was, wait to hear this now, this is, um, this is really deep, but it was JFK said at some stage before he was shot, obviously, um, we're all mortal. We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's futures, and we're all mortal. Mm-hmm. So there's there's yes. a there's a fucking quote for you. Um, there's a quote. There's a quote and a half. Yeah. There's great, there's great substance to that, and that's why it's you know nobody's exempt here. Everybody's affected in their own wee way. Yeah. Um. I I would be concerned of the surge in mental health problems. Yeah. Um. For sure, and also those that are prone. To suffer, um, I, I don't really like the word relapse, but there is a risk. Yeah. To come back to a place where you don't want to go, um, and that's I suppose a, you know yeah. something that you'd hope that people would lean on the the support that's out there, the minute, because there is there is lots of support, but it's been able to access it when you're not in the form to. Yeah, well that is true. I mean, like I'm. Well, everybody, well, not that everybody knows, but I mean, it's, it's been well talked about before that I've had my own problems in terms of mental health and, um, and sort of dealing, dealing with things. Um, yeah. But. And how, how have you found that the, the pandemic has affected your own mental health within, say, in a, in a, in a week? You know, say from the first week to now. Yeah. Um, see, I'm incredibly lucky in that my work life hasn't changed dramatically um, mm-hmm. because there is an exemption or an exception to the um, non-essential business thing I can still trade because I'm I'm takeaway you know I, yeah. I've, I've created that we you know thought outside the box a wee bit and have have gone ahead of that but I mean that, so that that means that I'm up every day um, bar Sunday and out um, in the same way that I have been for whatever length of time but you know it's I wouldn't like to see myself if that option wasn't available to me and which I thought that it wasn't whenever um Arlene and Michelle said right all non-essential businesses close I don't know if that was three weeks ago four months ago I can't remember um and that was you know it was something that I was expecting and I was waiting on it coming and then when it came I was thinking to myself, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to do day to day? And there's so many people 
that are in like works a habit for me more than anything else you know of course and it's, a, it's a sense of purpose as well you know yeah especially if, if something you enjoy yeah you I mean, if you enjoy. yeah, if you whip that away from someone and that routine and that structure, once you whip it away, um, just you know, literally overnight, uh, you know how how do you cope with that? You know, especially I think it's a Northern Ireland thing too. This is a very serious podcast. I think people's probably tuning in here expecting, uh, to hear me talking about um, you know, filth and dirt, and we're talking about uh, existential crisis, um. <laughs> You know, in, in the north of Ireland particularly, I think, you know, people are very much um, attuned to getting on with things, you know, because obviously the conflict, etc, etc, et um, loads of unresolved stuff there. Um, and people have just literally, that coping mechanism is, right, keep going, get on with it, you know, and surround yourself with the white noise of life so that you don't have to sit down and think about you know, all this litany of terrible, terrible things that have been happening for the last, you know, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever time you want to put on, on the most recent troubles, you know. Um, and I think this, you know, to be all of a sudden said, no, you, you have to sit in your house now. I mean, that's that's just incredibly unhelpful slash, you know, the complete antithesis of our culture here. Mm-hmm. You know? when it's not you know when it's not a choice you know yeah. you don't have it well you do have a choice you know and it's making the right choice yeah. well every, everybody everybody has a choice i mean we're not at the stage of martial law obviously but yeah. um you know any right-minded person will do what they're told um you know so i don't know it's it's yeah the mental health thing down further on down i mean even whatever six months a year 18 months after this ends whatever the end is going to look like um you know it's that's very worrying i find that worrying mm-hmm. you I know it's something that it's not going to do you any good looking too far ahead yeah the future and that's something that i try and learn to do is to try and be present even though that i it's very hard to live in the here and the now at the minute because you don't really want to be yeah in the here and the now you want to you want to know that there's better days when you get that sense of freedom back and things like that and yeah like a big thing for me is not feeling guilty of, of feeling like this feeling frustrated feeling you know a wee bit trapped when when you know deep down your heart that other people have it worse off and what i'm talking about them type of people people on the front line the people that are losing loved ones you know and it's, it's a perspective is key here yeah it's still okay to feel certain emotions and to, to kind of take away the guilt and allow yourself to have you know a good day or a bad day or even a bad week yeah um you put up a tweet um recently um about you know kind of having three good days and then maybe three bad days was that from someone on twitter yeah it was a it was a it was a tweet it was something like this you know what there's that many social media I, has come into its own in terms of memes you know, i think if there was no memes would be in a, would be in a shit show completely now you know, <laughs> yeah. I do. Here, have you have you bothered with the old TikTok? Do you know what? I'm a secret TikToker. Oh. So, <laughs> not not very exciting. I'd be a snooper, right? And I've I've never been a snooper. I've always got involved in the Debo days, from the MSN days, Debo days, Facebook. You know what? What other? You know, Instagram, Snapchat. I've always yeah. been an active user and out there. 
on TikTok, I feel as if I've missed the boat. Yeah. In terms of, in terms of you know really contributing to it, but I'm a big snooper on it. Do you I feel? Do you feel like it. you've missed the boat because you're not thirteen? Potentially yes, or I don't feel cool enough. Like TikTok's very cool. It is very cool. And there's a lot of pressure on you to be a good dancer because that's what that's what puts <laughs> what? me off TikTok because and belly tops. Um yeah, a fat person dancing is always gonna be hilarious, but for the wrong reasons. Do you know what I mean? I don't wanna be hilarious, I wanna look cool as hell. And do you know what? See see Blaine Lights, poor owl the weekend because that TikTok and that dance has ruined what is a very, very good piece of pop music for me. I know, and the, the good music is being formed between these days, in fairness. It really is. Um, have you done a Maeve Madden uh, live workout? No, I haven't done any live workouts. I've done yoga um, with Nicholas Suter. Mm-hmm. I, did, I actually did that on my birthday and loved it. I must get back in it this week. But no, I'm not very good at working out at home. I like to go for walks and things like that. But, you know, working out at home just hasn't been a thing for me yet. Yeah. But you never know. I'll never say never. Well, do you know what? I actually do a Joe Wicks first thing in the morning and then I do a May of Madden of an evening. You are flat out. Flat out now. And, and like, do you know what? It's actually quite easy, um, especially May of stuff. I, I don't find it um, I don't find it much of a burn, to be honest. Taxing. It's not taxing. no. No. I would tend, I'd go out around the garden, put a school bag on, uh, gather up stones out of the garden, put the school <laughs> bag on my back and then do it. And then I would sweat a wee bit. Yeah, but yeah, you know, she's just up the, the, the intensity. Up the intensity. Um, I'll have we having a wee look at some of these responses as well. There's a lot of people are saying, "Oh, your health's your wealth," and bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm trying to look for something that's amusing here. Oh, here's one. Uh, Cheerna, Lav says that it doesn't even stop Andy Malone. Um, I think, uh, the COVID, uh, the COVID warrior himself. Um. Do you think that um, social media has been a, a bit of a godsend in these days? You know, as a distraction, as a as another form of 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 media. It's one of the best forms of you know people connecting with each other and not feeling alone. But with that, you can be overstimulated by looking at other people's face yeah. too much, and so it's striking that balance and if you think if you're content enough in your own life um you don't really compare yourself but if you if you don't feel a sense of contentment or you're frustrated you can maybe look into other people's worlds and you can just remember you only see wee snippets of their days you're not seeing the whole reality and you know social media is a, it is a highlight reel yeah you know and there is you know there's people that you know look to have resourced at the minute but you know, deep down, does anyone really have something? You know, and it's not a place to judge either, because then the day people are only trying to do the do the best with the resources that they have. Yeah. But um, it depends what you're using social media for. Um, you know, I use it to stay connected. I use it to follow people that are maybe nurturing me, or you know, that I get inspired by. But I I try to use it um in a in a positive way. Instead of you know falling down, you know the comparison route. Have you done a family Zoom quiz yet? No, haven't done that. We did. My daddy turned seventy. Right. So it is, and we we decided. I don't know what we were thinking, but 
we get like different phones and we were all trying to talk to each other through the phones. It was just ridiculous. It was an absolute disaster. They were realised that we could like do the likes of these joint calls. Yeah. What why that why why not up to speed here? Yeah. But I... we've been using like joint messengers and joint WhatsApps. But no, we haven't done the Zoom the Zoom um quizzes yet. I did a house party the other night with my friends. Right. Enjoyed that. Definitely really enjoy that is, is it like an actual house party is there like one of the is it like one of the screens is there a girl crying and vomiting in the sink in the kitchen or anything <laughs> no that doesn't happen right. but I've, I've heard of a few few horror stories about house parties you know but no fair play we are all pretty civil pretty pretty young have you made any banana bread I, I haven't been I haven't been smashing these quarantine goals at all. I haven't worked out at home. I haven't made banana bread and I haven't had a Zoom quiz. So I don't think really... anybody's made banana bread since third year home economics. <laughs> no, we never. I, banana bread allows proud as punch bringing it home in the silver, silver foil thinking I was the big lad. Well, do you know what? You're a bigger lad than me because I never made banana bread in home economics. Um, I made... What, what <laughs> the first thing we had to do in home economics we had a load of balls god forgive me um shout out to the sacred heart uh grammar school <laughs> home economics department uh traffic light sandwiches we had to make them right so basically oh, let me guess let me guess so traffic light sandwiches so jam for the red marmalade for the orange and avocado for the green do you know what? You're close, but you're completely wrong. Um, right. Uh, but, but see, the first thing that you had to do was you had to make holes in the bread, right? So if you think your average your average bit of, um, you know, like a pan loaf there, um, sandwich loaf, whatever you want to call it, a square, right? And I don't know how, I can't even remember, but I think you had to create holes in it, right? So say, I think there was nine holes, right? So three by three, right? And then you put lettuce Grated, grated carrot and tomato in lines, right? And then you cut you cut the, the, the yolk into three and there you had indeed what resembled a traffic light but probably tasted like fuck all. <laughs> so I don't even get, I can't remember if you were if you were permitted to uh, to put a bit of spread on it. A bit of uh, I can't believe it's not butter. Um, but I just remember that this was a traffic light sandwich and I thought to myself do you know what? I'm I'm twelve. I, I know my colours. I know I know road safety. I was in the Tufty Club. I don't need this shit, you know? And so she's never actually baked, she's just made sandwiches. Oh no, well that was only one day, like Jesus, we've done other things. Um I, I made a made there may have been a flan on the go. And when I say a flan, um it was you you made some sort of a rancid sponge and then you emptied a petty flu or three into it. And put a, a lack of kiwis onto it. You know. Here, Leanne, did you always have an interest in cooking? Um, you wouldn't have thought it from home economics classes, but uh, yeah, I did. I did. I suppose I did. Um, my ma was a cook, you see, in a school, and I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed a bit of um Gary Rhodes, God rest him, and uh, them sort of chaps on the television. So yeah, I did. I did. I enjoyed um that sort of thing. But whenever you're at a school like 
the one I went to. Nobody ever says to you, here, have you ever thought about doing catering? You know, um, it's it's all, you know, it's, there's no vocational chat at all. It's just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, no, nobody ever said, would you like to be a pastry chef? Or would you like to be a sous chef? Or would you like to... Hotel management or anything, um. So I suppose in a way, I I, I had attempted, after I dropped out uh, of a politics degree after six weeks, I um I thought you know what I'll maybe go to Jordanstown and do, uh, hospitality management, and I didn't because I'm a lazy whore and I was getting paid two hundred pound a week home, um to work in a bar in a restaurant. So I was very happy with that. Yeah. You know I did. I'm not really one for thinking long term. Can you tell? You know the way, say you have an end goal, right? Mm-hmm. Example being, right, I want to be a, a, a solicitor or I want to be a barrister, right? And you, just, you sort of have that wee thought to yourself when you're over your what age, 14 or 15 or 12 or 13, whatever. And then you say to yourself, right, well, how am I going to do that, right? I have to get X in my GCSEs, I have to get Y in my A-levels and I have to do certain A-levels, blah, blah, blah. You know, I never thought about it like that the means to the end doesn't work for me i would just sit and obsess over how can i be a solicitor this minute at the age of 13 do you know what i mean (laughs) um you know to to the point where could could i just dress up fancy and walk into an office and just pretend that i've been doing this all my life maybe yeah i would let you represent me do you think so i would i if it wasn't bothered you'd be one of the first people at ring you know do you think so? Would I be your first call if you were arrested? What would you get arrested for if you were to get arrested? What's it likely you'd get arrested for? Do you know what? Talking about being arrested, um, I had a dream the other night that I was arrested, but I'm not telling you what for. It was a bad hammer. But on Facebook the other day, I'm scrolling, because I'm scrolling as well, and there was a woman... Um, popped up on her feet and she was telling she did like a makeup tutorial of how she um put on makeup in prison right right and i'm telling you the creativity on mondo was unbelievable she used to get magazines and like that would be pigment the colors for eyeshadow and blusher and all you mix a wee bit of water a wee bit of deodorant right yeah definitely and like they weren't allowed pens or pencils or no, they weren't allowed, they weren't allowed pens, but allowed pencils. So she, she she used to mix the Vaseline, because they were allowed Vaseline for chocolates, mix the Vaseline with the lead of the pencil and use that as eyeliner and all. And like, you know, stuff for your brows. Mad. Now, it wasn't a good job, but she says, you know, for court days, they rocked it like. <laughs> the only makeup was in court. And now it wasn't a good job. She looked like fuck all. But <laughs> it passed an hour. She felt 
Yeah. They weren't even looked like much, but she felt good. She felt a wee bit more human. Yeah. This plate was going on, sharing all her like um prison secrets, like you know. Okay. I don't know what she was in there for, but I thought you know she was right and brave, sharing the inside gossip of what they did, you know. Maybe she murdered her husband or something with a feckin' pencil with Vaseline coat all over it. <laughs> Do you ever think of that one? Um, yeah, that that's that was a bit of a rabbit hole there. Um, I'll have a, have another wee Jeff here. Um, do 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 right. Well, where so we had the Andy Malone one. Um, yeah, loads of people are saying how how little we need and much we have. Life life was going too fast, so God mm-hmm. sent down this this uh, <laughs> pandemic to make us all you know make, you know make banana bread and take stock of our lives. Um, who's truly important in life? Somebody here said eating an entire tray of brownies is bad. <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah, that's... So about them isn't there it's just a just lovely nice pure chocolate however i did get a malteser one right and it was a malteser bunny wouldn't thank you for the malteser egg but i absolutely devour them bunnies yeah um i have to say from from a retro point of view because obviously the title of the podcast is modern life is rubbish um i i I have a great fondness and an affection um for smarties easter egg um, because they would have been a la mode back in my day and you would have got a wee mug a wee brown oh, mug yes. covered in smarties you know that... I, I, no, I know what you mean like it's hard to be getting a mug because I even I would drink out of my mini egg mug an odd time now it's right and faded right but you know it, it was definitely bought about five years ago so there's good sentimental value to it you know there's a mug in, in my ma's house slash the, the home place to talk about um and it's it uh, was given into her house possibly as a, a cruel prank because it's uh it's whenever you lift it it plays silent night oh so Christ. if you were to lift it there have a wee mouthful of it it would beep silent night at you and i think it could be about 25 years plus old and it still does some kind of a weird strange robotic beep every time it's lifted and scares the shit out of you I've never heard of a, a musical mug. Well, listen, Newton Hamilton was a very groovy place in its day. Not so much now, but you know, it was uh, it was uh, uh, the Beverly Hills of South Armagh at a stage. Um, yeah, in relation back to one of the last um, we answers you got in your question box, the one about life is going too fast. Yeah. Do you believe that to be true? Um. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. Um, and that's you know, it's all rating back. Modern life is rubbish, and I I firmly believe that. Um, mm-hmm. but then, you know, somebody like t- my my glory day era is probably sort of you know late 
80s to sort of mid 90s right to me that's whenever i look back at at, at whenever things were good right a- apart from the fact that there there was a, a war essentially raging in uh in at home and in all different manner ways um it's still culturally in terms of pop culture that's my my sort of golden time but probably if you're having this conversation in say 1992 and you asked you know someone of my age they'd probably say oh modern life is rubbish you know you know talk to me about the the late 70s you know yeah uh, so i think the, the more you look back the better things look right yeah. Um. that was that was a very wordy explanation there but um yeah things are moving fast and maybe not that they're moving fast but people are moving and you're not conscious you know it's like um it's like do you ever play the drums in that you don't strike me as a drummer right okay well when when you play the drums um you have you have your obviously you have your your kick you know at the bottom you have your snare and you have your hi-hat you know the the that just keeps and that that keeps going on at whatever ever whatever way you select for for the most of your song to the point whereby you're sort of on autopilot it's almost like a metronome effect you know and sometimes i think that you know it's that kind of autopilot that you just keep you know you just keep going on you know at a varying speed and you're not conscious of what you're doing you're not conscious of the world around you and stuff and uh, maybe it was time for people to sort of reconnect and and see see the things around them more you know and, and I don't mean like yes of course nature right everybody's getting back to nature a wee bit everybody's Instagram is they're using their government approved walk to fucking take take their phone and and snap whatever a ditch <laughs> you know yeah. said, oh my god i didn't realize you know this was 20 minutes away from my home so there's that element as well but even just to absorb what's going on around you the fact that you're alive the fact that you breathe you know um so yeah but there could have been a nicer way to give us that perspective than what has been what has been visited upon us you know but then how how do you gain perspective well this, well, this is it and how is how is perspective measured like if things were to go back to normal and this month, i know and say next month will there be lessons learned or would we go back the harder yeah so there's a part of me that thinks that there, there will be a wee honeymoon period a wee sort of you know oh you know ever you know people will be walking about and you know well, obviously, you know, if you go on by what people are saying, this lockdown is, you know, the removal of lockdown is going to be a phased thing. So it's going to be like a phased return to normal life. But I think even if a magic wand came along, Boris Johnson waved a mag- magic wand and said, right, guys, it was all a joke. We were messing. It didn't exist. You know, um, right, on, on you go. There'll probably be about a three or four week period where everybody hugs each other and you know still goes for walks and you know bloody bloody blah but i i think that'll win i think but i think that's human nature yeah you know it's not you know it doesn't mean you're a bad person as you say you know you can't you know you can't condemn somebody for that it's just you know the, the oh, human the human sorry. race adapts to their to their surroundings and and, and I just, you just, I just go think on. it's a place for judgment. The only people I do judge is the people that's not adhere to social distancing or house hopping. You know, but I just think that's that's selfish. But in terms of how people are coping, 
in their own wee ways or how they go back to their own um, normality. You know, it's, it's each to their own because everybody's situations and, you know, are so unique. Yeah. You know, our environment's so unique. And But I do think it has given people, or it has given, well, not even me, but I'm on about me, a real awakening of, you know, how I, I really like my life. Yeah. Play this. And not that I don't like it now, of course I like it now, and I'm trying to, to make the most out of, you know, this temporary situation. Yeah. By, you know, being grateful for my house and grateful for my friends and family's health, etc. Yeah. However, you know, I hope in, in the rush to to return to normality, I'll be choosing what things that I want to to rush back to. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. And I suppose it, it's, yeah, if, if everybody takes that, that, sort of that away from it that'll be a good thing but I mean everybody's different you know and because uh, I'm getting to see <clears throat> to see people uh, day on day um, at that wee fucking hatch there um, serving coffee and stuff like that and you know it's that you are having the same conversation all the time you know mm-hmm. with the people that you meet and even the people that come you know every day or every other day you know they're having the same conversation when's this going to stop when when do you think it's it's going to quit or do you think it's going to last much longer blah 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 blah. and that's all part of part and parcel of small talk in in those sort of customer facing uh, roles you know but you see looking around at people and and I, I i love people watching and you don't get to do a great deal of it at the minute because there aren't obviously as many people around as there was right but there are still people out and about and because Duns and Iceland are right beside me there are people getting their essentials but it's hilarious right there's there's a lot of hilarity involved hello Alfie Alfie has decided to come in and jump on the bed so um, I feel a wee bit like that reporter you know whose, chi- whose children burst into the room when he was doing a live uh, the BBC yeah the BBC one um, that was did funny you the updated version of it. Um, the Queen. No. Oh right. So, like actually, it's him now with his children. You know, the he was all, he was live a few weeks ago there with all the children and his wife. Um, no, I didn't actually see that. What I did see was um, whenever uh, Queen Elizabeth did her wee um chat uh to the nation, somebody took a still image of it and um photoshopped in uh, Prince Charles's face on. That we that we kid that come in on our stroller, which was actually very funny. Um, I lost I lost my train of thought there. Oh yes, stupid people. Um, I have never seen so many people, um, running about that town with with masks on. Right, people are talking about uh, PPE being you know scarce, <laughs> to use a, a ridiculous word, but the amount of people walking about with dust masks on, with gloves on, um, and the dirt is dropping off them. They obviously, they obviously haven't had a bath since the mid nineties. Um, but yet and all, they have their wee dust masks on, um, or their medical masks, and they're walking about as if they are completely immune to any infection, which is hilarious. <laughs> and people driving around in their cars—that's another good one. A lot of taxi men driving with nobody in the car wearing a mask. That's another firm, firm favorite. I enjoy that one. I have to say, um. And to wear the same same pair of gloves all day. That's another good no, one. No, that's no, that's not, that's not a good thing. 
you know. Can't think of that as cross contamination, like. Yeah, I know, but see, people, I, I don't know. It's like it's not great laughing, like it is. But it is. It's funny, like it's fun to me. It's funny, and you want to scream at them, but obviously you can't do that because that would make you a mental person. Um, but it's it's just funny to see people's how people react to these kind of things, you know. Um, it's definitely like you know we'll look back in this time and you know there'll be films about it I mean there'll be there'll be films and there'll be books and yeah written and you know, it's just it's just so it's, this is the, the word of the the word of the month is surreal yeah surreal this, this is surreal surreal and it is surreal it's absolutely you could never nothing could ever prepare you for this well, here, what's the first thing you're going to do whenever um, normality uh, comes back? Well, whenever I get to go ahead, I, my sister had a wee baby. Right. So, and I'll be straight over there. Yeah. Um, how, how long ago, when did she have her wee baby? She had her wee baby on the 1st of April. You're joking me. So, 1st of April, so... Um, Definitely, I'm trying to be as patient as possible to get to get healthy hugs. Yeah. But you know, they they'll be coming. Um, that'll be well. Whenever we get to go ahead to you know to be able to visit all the people's houses, that that's the first protocol. That's the first also, protocol. Also, definitely, um, a cup of coffee. I'll have to drive to New York. I'll have to come to McGuey's for me coffee. Like, do you miss McDonald's? Do you have McDonald's in Mid Ulster? <laughs> do I? But I miss um. I like getting a caramel frappuccino. Ah, care. Don't oh, be talking I shite. I don't, I don't love, I don't love McDonald's food. Like, I, I like it to get me out of a tight spot here and there, but I just, I'm not craving it. Yeah. But now I'm craving a caramel frappuccino. Oh, God, I'd love. Ach, that's, that's not real coffee. That's, that's, that's warm ice cream. That's all that is. I know, but it's lovely. Oh, and now I'm craving it. Well, I'm awful Obviously. sorry. I'm awful sorry. Um, Did Domino's deliver it to Carrickmore? Oh, I'm not sure. Nice moment. Right. Is it a brave spin? Is it a brave spin for a moment of more? I'd say about twenty minutes. They shoot the board. Like. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think they deliver twenty minutes because I've I've chanced Domino's when I've been out in Newtown. It's not happening. Like Newtown, well, Be- Beverly Hills or no Beverly Hills, you, you, see, you can't get a feed. Local, like, you wouldn't go on, you wouldn't go to Domino's when you have your local chippies. Like yeah. Do you think also, Liam? Do you think now you know when things can return? Um, that's even that word normality is strange because what is normality really? But whenever things when the tide turns here, will people be more supportive local businesses? Uh, again, I think that that falls into the same category as will people be grateful for their liberty in general? You know. Um, I think there probably will be there. There are people that do have principles, right? Um, but I mean, they're few and far between. It's it's un it's unfashionable to believe in principles. I think uh, the Man Street preacher said that at one stage. Um, uh, I don't know. I th- I think there might be, but I th- I think it would be, you know, um, it'd be what's the word? It'd be naive to think that everybody's going to there's going to be a you know a great rush, a great flock to you know, come away from internet shopping or come away from the multiples. Um, 
in favour of, of independence, especially when it comes to the likes of grocery and um high street fashion and things, you know, independent retailers and that. Yeah. You know, um but do you know what? I could be proven wrong. I could be totally wrong. Um but who knows? And I don't think anybody knows and that's what the big weird thing is about this is that nobody actually knows what's happening when it's going to stop happening and what's going to happen when it finishes <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it's, it's what, what are you looking forward to mostly Anne? I am going to have a Timonies ice cream oh yum um, I, well I'm going to have a massage first because I'm, I'm like um, I'm like a coil spring um, and I'm, I'm going to have a massage at Elysium Wellness which is up beside Grounded uh, and that's where I'm going to go and then I'm going to leave there feeling like a million dollars and I'm going to go and get a Timonies and I'm going to eat it in the car like a roll your head culture after a football match <laughs> oh. <laughs> I may even put on RTE Radio 1 and listen to The Angelus or something while I'm eating it something absolutely class just looking for Leanne. I am that's that's what I'm very excited about but you know what that's that's probably and do you know what I love a wee random walk round the shopping centres right uh, of, of a Thursday or I do and I, I, I like dandering round because um, I don't even know why it's not even for the sake of buying um, it's just to it's, it's a people watching thing you know um, I love I love people watching I love people yeah, well, I no. Let's I not do. let's not go too far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like observing I them. I love people, and I miss. I because my nieces and nephews aren't about. I miss Wayans. I miss having the crack with them. Yeah. So much. See, with this is where we're we're never going to agree on this one because I hate them. Um, <laughs> I do. Ugh, I don't really. I don't. I don't. Whenever, whenever I meet one that's cute and isn't a cheeky wee fucker. Then I fall in love with them, and you know, I imagine myself having, you know, being an Angelina Jolie and stealing fifty-five million children, you know, away from their villages and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, no, no, I'm not looking forward to having them back in running around the place and going mad like. What a party misses them. A part of me, a very small part of me. I can, but like, I can get them. I was going to say I can get them on the internet, but that's that's illegal. Um. You know, um, a TikTok. There's a a a shared a TikTok earlier on. I here I woke up Snapchat earlier on or yesterday. For the crack. Are you back on Snapchat? I, I threw up a few snaps just for fear because um I wanted to make sure that Colchies knew that if they happened to be in Newry they could get a coffee, uh, because Colchies are getting very cultured now when it comes to their coffees, um. Oh, well, I had about three, at least two men today. Who asked me for a flat weight? Weight? Yeah, the shape dropping on them by heaping down out of tractors and all. Give us the give us the flat weight, and I said, "Do you want sugar?" Oh, she has no not at all. You know, so it just shows you from um, Cross McLean got a proper coffee shop, and now the cultures are fucking taking over. My job would drop if my dad asked for a flat weight. I'd be what? so impressed. Somebody shake his hand. Would you? Yeah, and and you know what? And another thing I noticed too, um, I'm I'm getting a lot less people asking for chappatinos 
or chappuccinos <laughs> or whatever sort of mutation of of that word so maybe maybe people are getting more cultured after the after 20 plus years of coffee in your um, oh, i can't wait for a nice cup of coffee yeah if my dad asked me for a flat white i'd be like what what's happening here what I'd is oh like. uh, uh, has he yeah uh, have you come out of the closet dad what's happening because he's a punjana or nothing man you know well this is it you know Punjana has been a saving grace, I'd say at the moment. With a half a sugar. No, um, no, no sugar. No yeah. Half sugar. a sugar. No. That's a, that's something I've learned um, from being at that wee windy. The amount of people who have ridiculous coffee orders. Um, <laughs> and so many people use sweetener, which I'm, I'm horrified at because to me, sweetener is cancer. Right? It's powdered cancer. Um, so I've, I've served a couple of people who have asked me for a flavoured latte, right? So a hazelnut or caramel, which is again sugar, and they have put sweetener into it as well. I can't imagine anything more diabetes inducing than than that's just basically a cup of diabetes that they've got. Um, and then you have you see so you go from them to the people that have a half a sugar, which is fucking pointless. Um, extra froth. I've been asked for extra froth on a hot chocolate. Which me actually that's a that's a thing that I need to rant about. I'm on a rant now. Um, hot chocolate should be made illegal to purchase for anybody over the age of sixteen. <laughs> because it's it's not a drink. It's it's a, it's something that you either give to an old doll going to her bed or something that you give to the, give to a child to stop them fucking talking shit whenever they're in a restaurant. Anything in between shouldn't be allowed. And do you know what? And people say, Oh but I don't drink coffee. Well then don't drink anything. People drink coffee to get a pleasant buzz, a pleasant legal high. Hot chocolate's not going to give you that. It's just going to make you drowsy. Does anyone ever order hot water? Uh, do you know what? I'll tell you in a word of a lie. I served a woman la about two weeks ago. She got tea, 100%. And she asked me for a cup of hot water with milk. Hot water with milk? Now, uh, the only thing I can imagine is that I hope to God that the woman has some sort of special tea that makes her go to the toilet or something and she had bags of it laying in the glove box of the car because if all she was doing was drinking hot water and milk then that woman shouldn't be let out of the house she should be permanently locked down oh 100% 100% what is that all about like now that's that's unsettling isn't it that's unsettling that's that's Rose West is drinking that in prison as we speak you know, <laughs> right. I'm going to cut this one short. Um, I, I, I say after 55 minutes of chatting, Annette, thank you very, very much. Do you want to give people your socials while you're on here? Because let's face it, you don't have an awful big following and you could probably do with a lot more. Absolutely do the list. Um, it's little underscore penny underscore thoughts on the old Insta. Mm-hmm. And on Facebook, I'm little penny thoughts. And yeah, that's that's a crack. But thank you so much for having me, Leanne. No, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I I always enjoy the yarns, and hopefully we'll get back to doing our workshops in the days in the not too distant future. Yes, I was going to segue. Actually, we'll just we'll use the last sort of three or four minutes here. Um, you your um wellness from within event was a was a casualty of the of the pandemic. So that's right. It was supposed to be at the end of March in Belfast, but was postponed the end of September time so hopefully it'll go ahead you know um, but we'll just have to 
Yeah. See how things pan out. Well, give us a wee bit of um, ska on that, just to, to, to bring it right back to the start of the podcast. What's the ska with Wellness From Within? So Wellness From Within is something that I created about two years ago, and it's based around the concept of mindset, nutrition and fitness. Um, my Kiafi series would have been focusing on confidence, building resilience and, you know, positive mental well-being. Um, but the bigger one, I would have brought in speakers from all over Ireland, um, professionals in their field of, say, nutrition or in physical health and fitness and also um, mental health as well. So it's just like a real collaboration of different people coming together to give advice and support to other people and I think it'll be well needed in the future and I'll, I'll look forward to going ahead when the time's right. And that's um, happening at uh, the Crown Plaza? Crown Plaza um, on the 20th of September. Yeah. Um, here's hoping, but you know, as I say, um, it's something that we just have to, to hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit like planning a wedding. You know, obviously I'm not planning a wedding, but my heart goes out to those people planning big functions. Yeah. Weddings and events, because it's very unknown. You know, is 2020 a wipeout for our events? Yeah. Um, are you better just moving things towards 2021? It's, it's too early to tell. Do you know what? I'd say there's a load of lads that are saying to themselves, thank fuck. <laughs> <laughs> More time to think about it. <laughs> You know, more time to get out of it. More time to get out of it, and wouldn't it just be right? Um, right. Well, listen. We'll look forward to um, look forward to hearing more about wellness from within, and hopefully it um, it'll go ahead. Um, and we'll we'll be out of this nonsense, and it'll definitely be something to tell the grandkids. Um, and congratulations to your sister Sinead. Thank you so much, Liam. I'll pass it on. On on the wee babs. Yes, and I hope. Um, you get to see your wee niece um, very very soon and I hope to see you in McCoy's do not ask me for a caramel macchiato or you will get a punch in the throat alright 100% that's what I'm going to be asking for 100% Um, and yeah so we'll we'll speak to you when we speak to you and thank you very much to anyone who's tuned in Um, sorry the podcast was a wee bit late we'll try and get um, we'll try and get one hopefully Brona Diamond might be the next guest or it could just be me with a bottle of Pinot Grigio as my guest um, who knows who knows so um, Annette thank you very much and um, all the best thank you so much for having me Leanne. Oh, have you a don't. lovely evening and I'll speak to you soon I'll speak to you soon bye bye good luck bye